did you see him kick the door though? Yeah, right. Right? Like the like the counterweight and everything, it was like skillful and it's hot. Like, yeah. Anyway. What? I thought she was telling me something ghosty, but we were just talking about the devil all the time. <laughs> And this is Coffee and Cryptids. Today, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I, I'm a little hungover. Oh, honey. Like I'm fine now, but this morning I, I woke up and I had a headache, and I just drank an entire bottle of wine by myself last night. Oh yeah. And it was also not good wine, so I kept adding like. Uh, grapefruit juice or not grapefruit juice um cranberry juice and i added a popsicle to one which just meant even more sugar so i did not feel awesome this morning i keep telling you it's the sugar no it is i know that i know it is our bodies are a wasteland but they're old and they don't like sugar okay my body loves sugar thank you very much um obviously sugar does not love my body is the problem (laughs) Um, so yeah, so I, I also like procrastinated to absolute hell on doing the research for this week. So my nice, pretty Google docs of like full stories and links and all that. Yeah. It just didn't happen this week. I did most of it. Feel any better last week? Remember how I told you, like we were on Saturday night and I told you I was going to do all of my research and stuff then so that I could have it for the next day. I did not. I sat down on the couch and I fell asleep. Yeah, I, um, I did. Mo- I was out. I didn't do any research until the hour between me getting off work and calling you. <laughs> I did most of mine last night, but I did. I also did most of it while I was drinking. <laughs> so take it as you will. Yeah, that's I just don't have like and also like nothing funny or interesting happened this week this week was depressing yeah (laughs) sort of all around yeah i had a few panic attacks this week we're we're just we're thriving i did get us a guest though i remembered yesterday i was supposed to do that you did you did you're doing better than i did i can't get us guests i don't have any friends (laughs) i got us a guest and i have at least two more lined up for the future so, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I didn't see anything. Is there – did you see any sort of interesting things that happened today? Or not today, this week or anything? Um, I guess not really. I've been watching a lot of the, like, videos on YouTube about haunted stuff on TikTok. Um, but I don't think any of it's recent, and I don't think any of it was really that interesting. <laughs> wow, burn. <laughs> I mean, like, it was fun, but I don't think any of it really stuck out. I, just, I don't think anything super interesting happened this week. And if it did, I didn't see it. Yeah, same. Same. I was looking up some science news, but, like, that's not really what we do here. So, ah! 
Yeah. My coffee just fell over. Oh, I did. Actually, Heather might talk about this later. I think I know what she's going to talk about. It's not this. But in case it is, you can cut this out. But um, it's more on, I guess, the, the crime spectrum. Okay. But in the name of, like, just weird, unexplained things happening. Apparently, in Vancouver, there's just, like, a recurring thing where they find feet on the beaches. Um, like, like, just the feet. Most of the time, in the shoe. That's, that's, that's upsetting. I don't like that. Yeah, she mentioned this to me, or in the, the group chat with me and her and Becca, she just mentioned it and was like, feet on the beaches. That happens here. And all of their investigative people say that it's normal because, you know, your ankle joints are weak. And so it makes sense that when people drown or, like, die in accidents or whatever on the water, their feet detach and wash up on the beach. Except I've lived near a lot of beaches. We don't find feet here. Yeah, I... I... I mean, I I grew up on a lake and we didn't hear that. Now, like, you know, the ecosystem of a lake and the waves and everything of a lake are very different from the ocean. So, yeah. But... Like, I live next to Florida. <laughs> yeah. They don't find feet on beaches in Florida. And if it doesn't happen in Florida. Then why is it normal in Vancouver? <laughs> yeah, that's that's very strange. Anyway, she might talk about that later, so... We won't talk about it a lot, but that was a strange thing I encountered this week. Feet on beaches, and apparently it's normal. <laughs> um, okay, so should we just get into it then? Because I do have, like, my 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 research isn't organized or well done, but I do have quite a few things to talk about. Mm-hmm. So should we just get into it? Yeah, let's just go. All right. So this week we are talking about California. Um, and... California, it seems like, has actually a lot of cryptids. Now, whether you, you know, whether they're real or not is a whole other thing. But I think a big part of it is that California is a strange state in the sense that it's it's got a lot of different sort of biomes within it. Mm-hmm. It's got desert. It's got city. It's got oceans. It's got mountains. It's got hill. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. It's very big. Yeah, so there's a lot of different things to be had, but I figured since we're doing a coastal state, I would sort of start and focus on sea monsters to begin with. Yes. Um, and so first up is the Santa Cruz sea monster. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. Um, so this was sometime during May in 1925, or um, this is perhaps very early June, and almost all of the information that I'm getting today is coming from a website called weird california so it's weirdca.com um but yeah so may or june of 1925 santa cruz was the center of attention when the body of a giant sea creature washed ashore at what is now known as natural bridges state beach oh wow so as you can see from the photos it 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 washed ashore dead um it was Mm -hmm. not alive Uh, So naturally, it smelled bad, but it was also described as having a duck-like head attached to a long neck, elephant-like legs, apparently with toenails, and a whale-like tail. So uh, reports of its size were anywhere from 30 to over 50 feet, 
And it was supposedly discovered by the man who, it seems like, owned the beach or lived along the beach at the time, which, which is Charles Moore. And so, originally it was known as Moore's Beach Monster. And now it's the Santa Cruz Sea Monster. Sounds like it could be Nessie's cousin. Yes. You're not wrong. So, Yay. <laughs> so obviously there are pictures of it, um, but still descriptions of it vary wildly from account to account. Um, so some people say it was a serpent-like monster, two feet in diameter, but 50 feet long. Some people obviously give the description of it having more of like a whale's tail and legs. Um, in one, it had a it had a head bigger than a barrel with eyes bigger than abalone. What is abalone? I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. Look. I'll Google it. I am also. A group of small to very large sea snails. Okay. So it had like eyes bigger than a sea snail, I guess. Than a, a sea How... snail that could be small or very large. <laughs> it says the barrel headed version also had an oval shaped body with a seven foot long neck. Other descriptions are much more as one would consider a lake monster, like the Loch Ness Monster, looking and acting. But the story, of course, gets worse. <laughs> the supposed president of the Natural History Society of British Columbia, one E.L. Wallace, appeared on the scene for some reason, and he told the world that the carcass was that of the long-extinct plesiosaur. See, that's interesting, because... My big conspiracy theory, if you will, which is not founded in anything other than me wanting to believe it, is that like plesiosaur, not plesiosaur, is that like Nessie, certain other cryptids that we'll get to later are actually just like dinosaurs. Yeah. That's... Which I don't feel like cancels out the idea that like they could also be like I feel like dinosaurs are more or less cryptid yeah no that's what I'm saying is like they're not yeah. not natural but they're still not like do you know what I mean because yeah. we think that all of the dinosaurs died out which of course I mean like fossil records whatever I'm just saying I don't think it's necessarily totally out of bounds to think that maybe there were a few still around in especially hiding. in the ocean and how much we know there is unexplored of the ocean exactly now Loch Ness is a little bit different because like Loch Ness is an enclosed right yeah it's not that doesn't open to the ocean that's an enclosed but something like this you know <laughs> um yeah we don't know what's down there and especially if it washes up dead and like the pictures look like it was fairly decomposed already yeah so his theory was that it had been stuck in ice, preserved in a glacier for over 65 million years, and that now the ice had recently melted, depositing, Global the, warming. <laughs> depositing the corpse of this Mesozoic marine reptile on the beach in Santa Cruz. So it's far-fetched, but you know. But that's kind of the idea we're running with here is far-fetched things. Yeah, exactly. I am absolutely 100% down to believe that there are dinosaurs secretly still running around somewhere. Absolutely. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in a lot of things. But I will 100... If you tell me that there are secret dinosaurs running around, I want to believe in that world. Absolutely. That's the world I want to live in. I refuse to believe anything else. So... The body of the creature was sent to the California Ac Academy of Sciences in San Francisco, where the entire tale, the entire tall tale was soundly debunked as the corpse was found to be a Baird's beaked whale. 
or Baradius. Okay, I don't have to say the scientific name. Yeah, no. With the long neck, just some blubber. Mm. Their findings were published in the Journal of Mammalogy. Earlier theories that the creature was indeed a plesiosaur had been published far and wide, and this one article in the journal, which refuted those stories, was unable to stop the momentum of the earlier false story. Hmm. Although nobody knows who this E.L. Wallace guy was. Like, he was supposedly... <laughs> The president of the Natural History Society of British Columbia. But it says whoever the strange E.L. Wallace was remains a mystery as he's never been heard from since, nor had he ever been heard of before. So it sounds like they've got dinosaurs in Area 51. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't. I mean, OK, I'm usually I'm a skeptic and I'm usually happy to believe the evidence put forth by scientists. But when the science look like, like a whale. When nobody can even find this guy and he's the only one with this answer. But and that doesn't look like a whale. Like when I first yeah. opened it, I did think that looks like a dolphin face. Like they're yeah. saying duck like face. I think that kind of looks like a dolphin face. Mm-hmm. And I do think there's also something to like the idea of if there are like dinosaurs or like Nessie or something, it's like obviously all of these animals evolved from something more adjacent to that yeah okay hold you on. know i'm sending you a picture of the the whale that they say that it is and now that i look at the photo of the whale i i i, I see it a lot more like i said i'm not you know tinfoil hat but i want to believe it's a plesiosaur because <laughs> <laughs> like his face that that whale's face is he is a very, long boy yeah and that whale's face is very dinosaur is not it's very dolphin-esque it's very dolphin-y, yeah. Not dinosaur-esque. But yeah. yeah. I guess. So I liked this one because I like the idea of A, sea monsters, and B, dinosaurs. Exactly. I'm with you. That's and I don't, where I'm at. I don't think that there necessarily has to be a an answer that's like, oh, it's not a type of whale, and it's also not something we haven't seen before that could be some kind of sea monster. Because, I mean, like, what is a whale if not a sea monster? We didn't know what a whale was and we saw a whale. Like, people would shit their pants. You know what? You're absolutely right. Um, so, yeah. Um, so that is the Santa Cruz sea monster. I love her. Um, <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to read this sentence because I was going to move on, but then I saw the sentence and I just... <laughs> The theory that it was an ancient aquatic reptile is particularly popular amongst certain fringe religious types, such as creationists, who believe the Earth is only 5,000 years old and that dinosaurs and man lived side by side. I want to make it clear right now. I don't think dinosaurs and man lived side by side. I No. I don't think that the Earth is only 5,000 years old. Yeah, no. I like the idea of dinosaurs still existing sort of on the fringes of society. Like they're very well hidden. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I do believe geologists and paleontologists. Science, you know. <laughs> the earth is very old. I had to take a class on it and it was very boring. <laughs> Moving on. Um, here's another, another sea monster. It's not, technically california it's more uh down in mexico it's in the gulf of california 
But I'm including it because it was on this weird California site, so. And also, like, Mexico is a country and not a state, so it's not like we would be covering it in another episode. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this is called The Black Demon. Oh, I love her already. <laughs> Sexy, amazing, controversial. So there's a rumor of a gigantic and elusive black shark swimming in the waters in the Gulf of California. Oh, she's a shark. Yes. Said to be anywhere between 20 and 60 feet long, the ferocious predator is supposed to resemble a great white, but instead has dark black coloring and a gigantic tail. So it's been rumored to be very aggressive towards humans and reportedly attacks boats. You know what I just realized? What? We never talked about what we were drinking. <laughs> oh, we didn't. I'm drinking the same thing I was last week. I'm drinking coffee with honey in it. I was drinking a same thing as well, a pumpkin iced coffee, but um, I finished it. I This is my third cup, um, so I finished it twice and I'm doing it again. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> this is how I live my life. It's like 4 or 5 p.m. or something like that. It's reasonable. I'll just take I've been drinking part. coffee since 11 o'clock this morning. I'll just... <laughs> Good Lord. So it's rumored to be very aggressive towards humans and reportedly attacked boats. In 2008, a fisherman named Eric Mack reported having the black demon rock his boat. The tail fin of the shark was reported to stick five feet out of the water. Supposedly in April 2012, an actual great white that was almost 20 feet long and weighing 2,000 pounds was found by fishermen in the Sea of Cortez. History Channel's television Monster Quest has also investigated appearances of the black demon. I feel like this is, like, probably pretty likely to be true. Just because it, I don't find it hard to believe that it would be that difficult for a great white to be all black, for there to be some sort of... Yeah, so that's... It says the ocean-dwelling monstrosity, if it exists, has been suspected of being an oversized great white, perhaps with melanism, which is the development of dark-colored pigment in the skin, yeah. or the opposite of albinism. Um, other theories include a new species of shark... Perhaps even a leftover megalodon. I, I don't. I guess I can't really be like, I want to believe that dinosaurs are still out there. And then be like, I don't believe megalodon is still out there. <laughs> but I also, I feel like if megalodon were just swimming around, I feel like we would know. Like if, maybe not. Maybe you'd have to, it'd have to, he'd have to be so far out in the ocean. Megalodon is huge. Yeah. I watched a video. Did I tell you about this? I watched a video on Facebook that got recommended to me, like by the Facebook al algorithm. That was like, who would win in a fight? I was on FaceTime with you while you were oh, watching right. that. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that video uh, <laughs> twice a week. Anyway, um, where was I at? Oh, this is just talking about the Megalodon. Um, skeptics attribute most of the Black Demon reports to whale sharks, which are both larger than Great White and darker in color. They're the largest known living shark. Also, the largest living non-mammalian vertebrate. Oh, nice. But, yeah, whale sharks are not aggressive. They're, they're, they're filter feeders. So they just swim along, like, with their mouth open and they eat plankton. Maybe this specific one just had a bad attitude. I feel like it is more likely that it's just an oversized great white that happened to be darker in color. Yeah, I'd absolutely believe that. That it's just, like... Yeah. Yeah. Um... Anyways, I, I love neat. her. I think she's doing amazing. They're in her home. She can do whatever she wants. Very, very cool. 
Also, the Black Demon is just, like, such a metal name. Right? Like, that's just good. We should start a punk band named after her. (laughs) I thought you were going to say we should start a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We should just rename this podcast on the spot right now. Black Demon, you have to wait until episode, what, like, four or five to understand why it's (laughs) called that. (laughs) Change all of our social immediately. Immediately. And tell no one. Um, okay, so the next one is not... We're done with sea monsters now. We're going to move into the desert. Ooh. The next one is called the cactus cat. Oh, I love the sound of this. So this one I'm actually not getting from that same website. I'm getting it from a book called Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods. Um, and it's actually on... Like, it's available on the Lumberwoods website and the Lumberwoods, it says Lumberwoods Unnatural History Museum. So I'm not totally sure what this is. It seems like maybe it's like a cryptid type museum. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it's, it's mentioned in this book and I found it other places too. But um, so the cactus cat is, it says only, <laughs> You can tell this is an old written book. It says, only the old timers know of the beast and its queer habitats. It's queer habitats. All cryptids are gay. Actually. I was going to say, so Cactus Cat is gay. Cactus Cat is gay. Um, so the Cactus Cat, as its name signifies, lives in the Great Cactus Districts and is particularly abundant between Prescott and Tucson. Is this even California? Is Tucson Prescott? is Arizona. I know That's that, all I know. But I'm wondering if Prescott is. Prescott's also in Arizona. Um, we already talked about Arizona, but so we can do it anyways. This didn't come up. It came up when I looked up California, so I'm sticking with it anyway. Um, so oh yeah, it says also in like old Mexico and um the Hollow Valley, and so it's basically kind of all over, but it's said to have thorny hair. The thorns being especially long and rigid on its ears. Its tail is branched, and upon the forearms above its front feet are sharp, knife-like blades of bone. With these blades, it slashes the base of giant cactus trees, causing the sap to exude. This is done systemically. This is done systematically. Many trees being slashed in the course of several nights as the cat makes a big circuit. By the time it is back to the place of beginning the sap of the first cactus has fermented into a kind of mescal sweet and very intoxicating it's greedily lapped up by the thirsty beast which soon becomes fiddling drunk and goes waltzing off into the moonlight rasping its bony forearms across each other and screaming with delight cat got drunk (laughs) exactly this cat's drunk (laughs) love that for them so yeah um it's said that cowboys and pioneers of the 19th century made up these tales on later nights the creature was said to drink the fermented juice this caused the cats to enter an intoxicated state so attacks were considered rare but did happen from time to time with many frontiersmen waking up to find welts on their body from the cat's barbed tail Despite this, it was not considered aggressive an aggressive creature. It was also known to have a unique and haunting wail that could be heard at night through the darkened desert, along with the dry sound of its bones rubbing together. The dry sound of its... That's terrifying. The wail is not so terrifying, but the sound 
of bones rubbing together. Yeah, I don't love that. <laughs> yeah, that's something. Um, but yeah, so explanations, skeptics for this are basically like it was probably just a bobcat or a mountain lion or a misidentified porcupine. Um, <laughs> the cat's whale may have been a puma. It's also likely that it just never existed and was just, you know, made made up by, you know. Yeah. Because they're bored. Like, they're out there and they're bored. Exactly. They're going to make up stories. It's not like they can Google spooky stuff to read. They got to make up stuff on the fly. But, like, I've seen a drunk... I've seen a squirrel get drunk off of a fermented pumpkin before. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a drunken cat. No. I've seen a high cat. cats are, in general, pretty smart about what what to eat that's not good for them not even necessarily that it would be bad though also it kind of sounds like he had a plan he knew he knew how to cut every he went on a circuit he said i'll cut this one open and it'll be drunk by the time it'll be good to drink by the time i get back i mean that's true that's true if we're yeah um he had his night out planned (sighs) sorry big yawn but yeah, so I just think Cactus Cat is fun. He's neat. I think, um, so I have four this week, including the next one. And I think the first two were kind of, the two that were probably real, if, if they, but have scientific explanations. And the yeah. last two are probably fake. <laughs> like, they're probably <laughs> just made up. But they're more fun. Um, and so we started with one that was at one point called the dinosaur. And so we're going to end with one that made me think of a dinosaur. Exactly. Which, to be fair, made me think of a dinosaur because of the images people keep using for it. Um, so it's called the Lone Pine Mountain Devil. So okay. right, right off the bat, the website that I'm getting this from, which is the Weird California again, the author of this says... I don't think this is real. I couldn't find anything about it before the early 2000s. I think it was made up by the internet. I think it was made up by the internet. It's a creepypasta that got out of hand. Exactly. And I will take that. I will take it. But, so, the Lone Pine Mountain Devil, or California Mountain Devil, or simply the Mountain Devil, has been described as winged winged demons sent from the depths of hell. They're bat-like, large, furry, multi-winged creatures that possess multiple layers of deadly, venomous fangs. Their territory... Multiple... Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. Multiple layers of fangs? Yes. I'm going to see if I can find... Hang on. See if I've I can never find heard that before. Like, the, the closest I think I... Like, I can just picture a shark's mouth. I don't think I've ever heard of one with, like, multiple layers of teeth. So there's several different means of depiction for this thing um some of them genuinely like do look like bats but then this is the one that i saw initially i'm sending it to you that looks like a raptor Ooh. and i'll send you one that looks like a bat in a minute but so that was why i was drawn to this one is because that was what i was seeing so when it talks about that one yeah I can imagine multiple layers of fangs there in that mouth. Yep. Here, I'll show you. I also really love the, like, roadrunner kind of butt he's got going on. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. So there's, like, a close-up of the face. 
Yeah. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. But then there's also this one that really, like, genuinely just leans into the bat iconography. Come on. There we go. Yeah, that's just a large bat with some dark eyes. Yeah. But, so, I kind of like the the first visual of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it literally, it looks like, like a velociraptor or a Utah raptor. Yeah, I, I love this guy. So, getting back into the story. Um, large, so bat-like, large, furry, multi-wing creatures, multiple layers of deadly venomous fangs. Their territories includes both the American Southwest and Northern Mexico. These vicious creatures attack the face and head of their prey and are said to eat only the soft cartilage of the face and torso, leaving the rest of their slaughter to simply rot for other scavengers. Oh my god. That's like ruthless. They're picky. Yeah. (laughs) They're picky and like that's almost killing for sport. (laughs) Yeah. Like they're hunting. They're hunting for fun. A common belief is that the creature attacks or hunts people who disturb the peace and ambience of the devil's habitat. Another common belief is that the Lone Pine Mountain Devil targets both those who disrespect nature and wildlife, but also those who doubt its existence. So what I'm hearing is dinosaur Lorax. (laughs) Yeah, but also I really like that it's like, oh, you don't believe in me? I'll show you how to believe in me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll eat you and just your face. He said, believe now. <laughs> um, so, according to the internet, Tales of the Mountain Devil began circulating in the 1800s as more people moved into California. Um, occasionally, they would find rotting, rotting corpses, faces having been eaten off and unrecognizable. Their torsos have been, had been eaten to the bone. Um... The most detailed story, I'm just going to read some of this verbatim because because I can. The most detailed story on the internet involving the Lone Pine Mountain Devil happened in ni- in 1878. Father Eustace, I'm thinking, Eustace Martinez had been traveling with a wagon train of several Spanish settlers. The group consisting of men, women, and children numbered 37 in total. They disappeared somewhere in the Sierra Nevada mountains before their rotting corpses were found two months later by a bunch of copper copper miners. Somehow, the good father had survived and a few weeks later was found with no supplies, just his clothes and an old journal. He was weak, famished, and dehydrated. He came to a mission that was 110 miles north of San Diego. He had taken a vow of silence on his travels after being confronted by, quote, beast beasts damned by the good lord Mm, okay his story recounted in his journal depicts a scene of celebrating settlers they had set up camp for the night and were enjoying a celebration in honor of saint roderick i i don't feel like we need to get into who saint roderick was the celebration according to the pious father turned into a riotous orgy with the settlers burning (laughs) trees around them for light and heat i assume it means orgy in the more like loud party way than like the sexual way yeah the party went into the late hours of the night with father martinez hiding in a small tent on the outskirts of camp from the small tent he witnessed- man just went and hid from this party what a killjoy <laughs> he said no no uh from his small tent he witnessed the attack and saw some quote winged demons swarm from the trees to attack and massacre the settlers man woman and children 
It is said that his last entry in his journal stated, quote, My God, my God, they are all gone. The winged demons have risen. What sin have they committed against each other and thy sacred earth? May the, f may the forgiving Lord not abandon their souls, which were taken from them into the depths of hell. And through the earthly fires of man, a soul tree remained on the mountain's peak. And the devils that spared me returned to the refuge of the lone pine of the mountain. That feels like he had a lot of time to write. <laughs> well, he they did find him several days later. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what it said. It's like they found the bodies, but then he was found weeks later with okay. no supplies and just like his journal. <laughs> Sightings have increased over the past several years, especially since 2003, probably around the time stories of this creature began spreading around the internet. Many of the sightings supposedly take place west of Lone Pine, California, yeah. It says <laughs> it says that the town of Lone Pine was actually named after a solitary pine tree that once stood at the mouth of Lone Pine Canyon, which I just think is kind of interesting. Also, a bunch of movies apparently have been filmed there. <laughs> but yeah, so probably not true. Probably internet nonsense, but... If you design a cryptid to look like a dinosaur. I'm here. I'm here And really, it. the whole concept of cryptids is kind of nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like internet designed cryptids are just a natural progression of like the kind of folk, like desert stories, like the cactus cat. Oh, absolutely. I also like, I, I really wish that as a child, I had had the energy to like create an urban legend. I feel like it's too late for me now, but. But we could have been so powerful. So powerful. Like the guy, like the guy from, oh, where was that? Was that Arkansas? Yeah, the guy. Or Alabama. The, I think it was Alabama. Skull. Yeah. With the cow head. Yeah. Like the power that that holds to have that secret for years. Incredible. Truly. God, I wish that was me. <laughs> So those are my four stories for the week. That's California. I mean, there's absolutely a ton more about California to be found. Um, I picked out some that I just thought were fun or interesting. I, I didn't even sort of get into the weeds about it. So there's a lot more there <laughs> for further research for whoever out there wants to do it. Um, I was kind of pulled away Which, from my mic that t whole time. I hope my audio wasn't terrible. It sounded fine to me, but who knows how it sounded there. What were you going to say? You were going to say which? Sorry. I was going to say that's the same for like all of these states. Like we're just scratching the surface. We don't live there. We're oh, just yeah. Googling. Absolutely. And, and, and part of we're just Googling falls into the like, we're going to find ones that are like obviously fake or not widely accepted by the community or whatever. Um, but it's just fun. It's just a good time. Yeah. We're just, we're learning things. We're having fun. I'm having a blast. Uh, I will let you introduce our guest this week. Oh, this is Heather. My Heather. Um, <laughs> what should I say about Heather? <laughs> Very descriptive. Thank you. Heather, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Tell us a bit about yourself. Oh, God. I've had to do this all week for school. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm Heather. I'm in school right now. I'm a criminology major. Um, yeah. So I'm just basically school and work are my only personality traits right now. My crim classes were my second favorite classes mm -hmm. to take. 
of my entire four years in school. Yeah, they're like, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I first started, but like I kept coming back to Crim and eventually I was like, okay, I should just major in this because it's really what I enjoy the most. I minored in forensic anthropology, which was literally just because I thought it was cool. And I was like, I want to keep taking the classes, so I'll just minor in it. (laughs) (laughs) So many people do that. They're like, I might as well just minor in this, even though it's not related. It's just fun. Does nothing for my major, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But you're having a good time. Yes. Um, So what, what do you want to tell us about today? Um, so when Kate first asked me, I was like, trying to think of like, any urban legends or like, creepy stuff around here. And so I was googling and I forgot that like, we do actually have like a lot of places that like, are like haunted, that I just like never think of, because unfortunately, I've never had anything. But like, I've actually been to a lot of places that they say are haunted here. You Um, live in Vancouver. Yes, I live in Vancouver, yeah. Canada, not the Washington State one. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, when I was looking up, there were more than I was thinking, because Vancouver's not like a super old city. Like, it's old, but it's not like old, like a lot of the American cities are. So I'm always like, oh, there's not that much history, but like, there's stuff I just forgot about. <laughs> um, like, I was looking up, and um, there's this restaurant in Vancouver that's like, we have this chain restaurant called Spaghetti Factory. Um, and it's just like it's a chain restaurant. It's just Italian food basically. But apparently this one that I used to go to like every year on New Year's that some family friends thought one's supposed to be haunted. I oh. don't know why that particular one, like what about it like has made it like, but apparently they have these um, old like, cable cars in them and you're supposed to see like there's a train conductor who people have seen around so it's just it's weird that it's like just a random restaurant that like it's not like there's some (laughs) sort of historical thing it's just apparently I kind of love the concept of being a ghost and like choosing to haunt a spaghetti factory (laughs) (laughs) like if I were a ghost I would 110% haunt an olive garden yeah, it's just so random. Like I, I would do it too, but it's just like I'm like it's always busy in there. Like there's, it's not that creepy because like, it's a chain restaurant, so like all the interiors always look the same. Yeah. So it's it's like kind of looks old, but it looks the same as every other like one. And like as far as I know, there's nothing. But like that's always one of the places that comes up if you Google like haunted places in Vancouver. And then one of our train stations comes up too that I've been to like tons of times and supposedly there's ghosts there, but I've never, I'm always there during the day. Maybe that's why. But um, the one that probably I'm like most intrigued by is we have in, um, I think it's technically in Coquitlam, which is like one of those cities around Vancouver. There's this Mm -hmm. old hospital called um Riverview and it was a psychiatric hospital I believe it was like built in like the late 1800s and so you know a lot of like bad things happened there because it was like it got super overcrowded for a while Mm -hmm. um and just you know they never treat psychiatric patients that well so 
Yeah, especially not back then. Yeah, no. And it was around for a really long time. It, it only closed, I think, officially in 2010. Oh, wow. um, but so it's like it's closed right now. They've been talking about opening it up again, which like, I don't know if it's a good idea, but I guess we'll find out. Um, but I know like it's people have said like they've gone to explore. Um, and there's tunnels that like run underneath it that like connect all the buildings that are supposed to be super creepy. Um, but people have heard like laughter in the hallways and stuff and like, it just it has this super creepy vibe. Um, I know one of my friends, cause they film a lot of shows, like they film the X-Files there, um, something else too, but the X-Files is the one I know the most they film there. Um, and I remember her texting me like while she was working that like weird shit kept happening. And I think I read somewhere that like when they were filming the X-Files, like when the camera operators something happened, like he saw something or something happening, he like got up and left and like would not come back. Like they had to replace oh, wow. him. So I don't know what happened, but yeah, it's definitely, definitely a wow. spooky spot. But I keep wanting to go explore. <laughs> there's one here me and my mom were talking about it um a week or two ago there's a one of the most supposedly most like haunted places in georgia is an old psych hospital um that's really not far from where i used to spend a lot of time it's really close to where ivy lived but um i've never been there but i didn't realize that my grandmother like my dad's mom back in like the 80s or something when it was because this was another one that they didn't close it until maybe like 2005 or something but it it was apparently really terrible there and my grandma was there for a long time in like the 80s oh my god that's like terrifying yeah yeah <laughs> well and with so maybe my... one day i'll go check out those ghosts <laughs> yeah i like as far as I know, none of my family members are in there, but um, I do know when my mom was a kid, she like, their house had like a detached garage um, and it must have been like a weekend or something. Cause like she said, they were all like outside and playing all day. Like, and it, this was like back when kids just like roamed around, of course. And so they were in and out of the garage all day. And then her dad went into the garage um, and they had like some shelves up top or like stuff up top. And I think you could get up there and you looked up and you saw like two eyes looking back at him. Oh my God. And I guess someone had escaped from, um, I think it was from Riverview or from the forensic hospital, or I think it was at Riverview at the time. And so he just kind of like slowly backed out and called the police, but like the kids had been in and out of there all day. <laughs> like That is oh my, my nightmare. God. And I don't think they told them until like way later what would happen. Because <laughs> otherwise, of course, they would have like freaked out and could have gone really wrong. That's oh horrific. my god, that's whole oh, no. I like that <laughs> at all, actually. I don't know how he stayed like calm enough to like just back out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like lost it right there. I feel like I've maybe told you the story before, Kate, but at my old job like several jobs ago, I worked at a rec center and it was directly across the street from the police station and they had like the holding cells in the police station and we had, they had an inmate like break out 
And she ran across the street and came into the rec center and was like trying to get somebody to let her borrow her phone. And then she like hid in the bathroom until the police came in and just went into the bathroom and got her. Oh, oh my gosh. God. And I was so glad I was not working that night. I came in the next morning and they were like showing me the videos on the security cameras of it. And I was like, haha, that's terrifying. Bye. Yeah, I don't glad even I know. Like, it's <laughs> always like minimum wage employees, stuff like this happens too, too. Right. Like, like, this doesn't happen to white collar people. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and I was looking up we don't have like a ton of like more like urban legendy type stuff but i guess we do have like there's a lot of bigfoot sightings here oh, yeah, like, that makes sense he's known for being in the pacific northwest um yeah and then we have lake monsters too that's like the other thing Ooh. we have the ogopogo which is, i believe is okanagan lake um yeah it's, yeah, it's supposed to be, like, the Loch Ness Monster, I believe, like, that sort of thing. Very cool. We were talking about sea monsters today. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's another one that I totally forgot about. So there's a lake on Vancouver Island called um, Cameron Lake, and I, like, grew up going there because, so the lake, there's not, like, a big public access for it, so it's mainly just either you have to have a cabin on the lake or there's a campground, and we have some friends who, like, have a trailer at the campground, so we, like, grew up going there all the time, and then there's supposedly, like, a lake monster, I, I think they call it Cami in there, because it's, like, a super deep lake, like, just super deep, so you don't really know what's at the bottom, but it's like, oh, I grew up, like, swimming in there and tubing and, like, we swam across the lake one time. We used to go cliff jumping. Like, I wish I'd seen it, but I unfortunately <laughs> I did not. I wish you'd seen it. Yeah. Wow. I remember our friends got interviewed, and she was like, when we were kids, she was telling me she got interviewed. She's like, oh, yeah, I pretended really? I'd seen it before. Yeah. <laughs> Just by, like, the local news or something. <laughs> I pretended. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. What an icon. Yeah. <laughs> While we're talking about bodies of water, though, um, I was telling Elle a little bit ago about the feet. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, which I just don't, I just don't understand. Yeah. So since, like, I think the first one happened in, like, the 80s, but it's been, like, more consistent since the early 2000s. They just, like, keep finding severed feet on our beaches with, like, the feet are in the shoes. I have but so they, many questions. Yeah, and it's only in, like, like Vancouver and then, like, a little bit of Washington State. I think it's mostly, like, north of Seattle. So it's, like, a very specific area that it's happening in. But, yeah, they just, like, I think they found, like, 20 of them at this point. Like, oh And it's God. only... They're ruling them all accident. Yeah, because they know a few of them have been identified. But now they're just saying that all of them are. And I'm, like... Why is it only feet? That's the thing that like gets yeah. me is I'm like, where's the rest? Like, why is it yeah, there's feet? No, like, like I get that. I guess ankles are weak and feet can just fall off when your body decomposes. But like, you have other joints in your body. Uh, well, yeah, and and I mean, sure, ankles are weak, but beaches. but like your your knees are entirely cartilage. Like yeah. your wrists are just tiny little bones hold, held together. Like. I have a lot of questions. I don't feel like the and, explanation like, the of like, well, on it, so ankles like, are weak. Can it be? Yeah, it's 
it's really weird and I never think about it until like I tell people and they're like that's really weird they did a whole there's a whole bones episode they actually did like based off of it because it's just like such a weird case and yeah they just like and it's it's usually like different beaches too it's not just like it's been one beach repeatedly and it's like there was one like I think they found one in Pulse Creek like in Vancouver it's not even just like on the we have a bunch of like little islands around so it's like all over the place they keep finding them they haven't found one at the beach by me unfortunately but maybe one day <laughs> oh, I know what I will <laughs> I know what I will be googling later tonight yeah yeah they have like all sorts of maps and stuff because I told Kate and Becca who were like totally <laughs> just like um surprised to learn about this because I guess it's not though in their defense my brother didn't know either um and he's lived here his whole life too so I don't know how he didn't know about it so (laughs) I guess that's not as common knowledge as I thought it was wild absolutely wild yeah Yeah, that's probably one of my favorites (laughs) this has haunted me all week like (laughs) stop non-stop about the feet yeah what's haunted me is I found this story or it's like a true crime one that I didn't know about in Vancouver and like there's no information on it and now it's just like driving me insane that unsolved and it's probably never going to get solved and it's just going to haunt me for the rest of my life as they do yeah yeah it ha- it happened in like I think it was around World War II they found like some bones in Stanley Park which is like this big park in Vancouver like one of our like iconic spots that like the aquarium's there like everyone goes there all the time and I had like no clue this had happened but they like have no idea they found these two bodies of children and they like never were able to ID them never had like real suspects like they just have like no information That's and I think they're trying to like trace through like genealogy now but like I'm like I don't like that I don't like this like I want to (laughs) know something like Bad. And how had I never heard of this before? Because, like, you know, I look up a lot of our true crime cases, but I guess because we have so many, there's some that get lost. Oof. Oh. That's really all I have to say about that is oof. Yeah. Oof. Big oof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rupert, I would have a better guess. Of our friends and I were supposed to go in Washington State to we call it the Ted Bundy forest because it's like a spot you yeah. used to go to, but unfortunately with COVID, we have not gone this summer, which is very disappointing. Oh, COVID. It is. <laughs> ruining everything. Really we'll get ruined. to the Bundy forest one day. Everybody's yes. time. <laughs> yeah. We've just started calling. Oh, we shortened it on Twitter so that people like don't look at it. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, it's just become a thing we now say yeah that's funny yeah yeah I need to like look more we have a we have like some haunted tours I wanted to do but I think there's like more haunted stuff also in like Victoria because that's like the capital of the province and like a lot of our parliament buildings and stuff are there so there's like some older stuff there because apparently parliament's haunted all this googling I did last night (laughs) apparently a lot of places are haunted (laughs) so what you'll have to do is you'll have to go and check the places out and then come back on the podcast and then report back to tell us about what you found yeah because there were a lot that are like pretty public I know there was this hotel I've stayed at before 
that was supposed to be haunted and we like ran around all night trying to like I remember one of the rooms you were supposed to like hear things so like I don't know if anyone was staying there but there were a bunch of children with their ear pressed against their door all night so sorry to whoever was in that room we uh, (laughs) we were being real creeps ripped to them (laughs) yeah it was like room 207 or something my brother had a hockey tournament in this city so we were staying at this like this old hotel and the staff members were like telling us there were ghosts which apparently you should not tell children because we're very nosy (laughs) we spent the night running around trying to find it but no luck maybe next time yeah yeah and then there's the fairmont i think it's the fairmont in vancouver that was one where i actually found like because a lot of them they're like oh there's ghosts here but no like specific stories i'm like i want like yeah what happened that's what i like i don't like when it's just like it seems spooky so it's haunted i like when it's like this person used to live here yeah so (laughs) the fairmont hotel in vancouver is like that because so there's supposedly this lady they call her the lady in red um and she haunts the building And there's actually a picture on Twitter where it looks like it's fairly recent, but it's someone took a picture of the hotel. And if you zoom in on one of the windows, there's like a red dot in the window. I was about to say, I've heard of this lady. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um, the lady in red who um, is like, there's an actual history there. I think it was this Vancouver socialite was like killed in a car accident outside of the hotel in like the 1940s or something um and she used to like stay at the hotel i think fairly often with her husband and so now apparently she haunts the hotel like she walks around i think the 14th floor is like where you're most likely to see her but that one i like because it's like more specific of like it's not just a creepy building there's like a specific person walking around and people see her i think she takes the elevator and stuff sometimes um I think there was like a Japanese family staying there and they went into their room and they saw someone in their room and they thought the room had been double booked, but then like they looked away and it was gone and it was like the lady in red. It wasn't like an actual person. Oh, wow. So it was like an actual sighting. that's more like a concrete, like, yeah. I feel like if I did that, it would be the other way around where there would be someone in my room and I'd be like, no. And then just carry on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when COVID is over, I should try to get a room there and just see what happens. Yeah. Overnight stakeout like BuzzFeed Unsolved. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go stand in a closet for a while until yeah. the air. Put yourself a spirit box. Yes. Really yeah, annoy all your neighbors. <laughs> oh, everyone's going to get real annoyed real fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think, because there's, like, way more than I thought. There's just, that one's probably the best one, because it's, like, a specific person, and they know, like, who it is. It's not just, like, yeah, this is creepy. <laughs> but we have more. I'm sure there's more, because we have lots of, like, creepy true crime stuff, so I'm sure there's more hauntings. I think I did see one of our military base is, is like, built over top, like, of a native, like, graveyard which i'm like oof that, that was a lot of things happening in that comment 
Um, yeah. That's not yeah. Good. So that's just a whole mess, but I don't know. I don't know that one as well. But, cool. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Lots <Yeah>. of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I knew that there, I knew that Vancouver would pull through. <laughs> yeah. We've got lots more too probably that i just don't know about i was like trying to look on reddit and see what people were saying but it was a lot of comments actually about the feet that was when someone was like do we have any urban legends and everyone's like feet and <laughs> arguing about if it was solved or not everyone's like it's not actually solved and the back and forth of people being like no this is bullshit it's not just like random bodies like there has to be something yeah i just have a lot of questions <laughs> so many I will yeah. be doing some research. <laughs> yeah. It's, like it's when just... I tell you I've thought about this non, and Heather mentioned it so nonchalantly. She was just like, sometimes <laughs> I forget feet wash up on our beaches. And I was like, what? I can't even remember how it came up. Like I just was you like. You tweeted something about it and me and Becca both called you out and we're like, explain this now. Yeah, I and think I was. were just like, feet, beaches. I don't know. <laughs> Well, the, yeah, it's just like the ocean brings in weird things, but yeah, there's like all these not theories. Feet, Heather, that's not <laughs> how that works. I did see there was one theory about, I guess there was this tsunami somewhere um, across the world and they were wondering if it was from that, but I'm like, that's a long way for the feet to like not get caught on other things. Yeah, or, like, that yeah. seems unlikely. <laughs> yeah. And if it was like one foot, okay. But there's been a lot of them. And they found a few pairs too. Like there's been a few where it's like they're from the same body. But like some of them are just like one foot. And yeah, I think they're trying to like use the shoes. Like they use the shoes to like date when it's from because they can tell like what year it was like so that they get a little bit of an idea what range of missing persons they're looking for. Yeah. But there was one like somewhat recently too. I think there was one in like 2018, 2019 that washed up. So it's not like it just like stopped suddenly. Like it's still happening. It's just feet. I have a lot. I just I, I keep saying it, but I just everything you say, I have another question for. It. <laughs> right? None of it makes sense. This isn't. None of this is helping me. I'm not gonna sleep tonight. I'm gonna be just thinking about feet. Yeah. There's like. Yeah. There is like if you Google it, there's a lot of like people who have like made maps and stuff um I sent one to some people but it's like yeah people will make maps and like try to figure it out but then because they've like said that well two I think it's like two of them they've identified but like there's still a lot of feet they don't know where they came from so I'm like even if two of them what are the chances all all of them like oh my gosh that gives me a headache yeah right? Yeah, now that I think about it, it's probably more concerning than I made it sound. <laughs> it is highly, highly concerning. It's just like been happening since I was a kid and I've like known about it since I was a kid. So it's just like, I'm like, oh yeah, they found another foot. Like, <laughs> don't know what to do with this information, but we still have it. I hate it. I hate that you passed it along. <laughs> And that I have to live with it now. So yeah. Obviously, I had to pass it further. I'm, I'm happy to have this knowledge. Thank you very much. I'm glad. I'm I want more to people have the to know about when it. They figure it out when there's answers. Then I'll be happy to have it. Uh, you know. But will their answers actually be right, or is it just like a cover up? <laughs> oh, now we're getting into it. 
Now we're getting into tinfoil hat territory. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I think most of the feet have been found in running shoes too, which is just kind of weird. Like huh. I know a lot of people wear running shoes or sneakers, but like, that's weird. strange to me too. Like if it's like accidents on the water, like who is wearing tennis shoes while they're like boating or something? Yeah, that is like a good point. Like you'd be wearing, usually you'd wear like flip flops or boat shoes, shoes or yeah. something like I'm not wearing a full-on sneaker when I'm out. Like, yeah. even when I'm on the beach, like, I'm not wearing a full-on sneaker. Like, Yeah, you're going to wear shoes that can get wet. Yeah, so, yeah, it's very, very odd. Okay. Yeah, and they're all from different years, too. Like, it's, I think that one of the bodies they identified, like, was from someone who went missing in, like, 1985. Like, that's a long time to be floating in the ocean like and then only have your feet show up yeah i just put the feet and it still got the shoe on it like Uh, yeah how did the shoe not come off or like and the we have sharks and stuff like foot and we have whales or like like it there's animals like yeah it's just very um very disconcerting upsetting yeah and they found like it's in the ocean, but then it's, like, I think they found a few of them in some of our rivers, too. So, like, whether they've come in from the ocean or, like, are coming the other way, I do not know. Oh, that's... I don't like that either! Because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, like, that's the thing, is, like, it's all connected, so you can't really, like, it's harder to yeah. narrow down where they're coming from. I don't like it. <laughs> well, on that note, um, we're getting I have no answers. Six. I'm sorry. That's okay. We don't do answers here anyway. Two of our remain two, <laughs> two of our cryptids today. Can we legally say that? Two of our cryptids today were uh, maybe they were dinosaurs. That was our answers. Maybe they were dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're getting close to six, so I just want to curb us so that everybody has time to get oh, where yeah. they're going. <laughs> Yes. But thank you so much. No problem. You brought so much information. I feel like we have to, like, we're, we're going to have to do a part two. Yeah, there's a <laughs> yeah. lot. When COVID or, like, calms down a bit, I want to, like, drag one of my friends to go on one of our ghost tours or something. I'm going to have to see who's willing to let me bring them with me. Um, <laughs> and then you can come back here and tell us about it. <laughs> who would be into it. Cool. Well, thank you so much. This... I, I, I'm very excited to have something to just spend 12 hours googling tonight while I don't sleep yes yeah let me know I all your thoughts you. we need some more theories about that's the thing is there's a lot of information but I haven't seen like a lot of actual theories about it so yeah. if you come up with a theory let me know you're gonna get a dm from me at like 3 a.m and it's gonna be the most big brain nonsense believe <laughs> my favorite <laughs> Okay. Um, well, thank you to Heather for being with us this week. No problem. And thanks to you guys for listening. If you haven't yet, follow us on Twitter. It's at Coffee Cryptids. And yeah, we'll see you next week, which is, I believe, Colorado. So get ready for that, Kate. Yeah, I'm mad excited for Colorado. 
Hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, go Google feet on beaches and come up with theories and then send them to Heather. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.